When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. A police department in Arizona, the Payson Police Department to be exact, made an arrest a few days ago. And they arrested a man on multiple counts, including aggravated DUI, possession of methamphetamine, and possession, transport, purchase of wildlife. Now, the wildlife in question was an owl. It had minor injuries and was being turned over to the Arizona Game and Fish Department. And they then issued a PSA of sorts on their Payson Police Department Facebook page. They wanted to remind the public that wildlife should remain wild. It's illegal to possess transport, buy, or sell wildlife unless expressly permitted by Arizona revised statutes, and they give the statute number. Early this morning, officers conducted a traffic stop and upon approaching the vehicle, discovered a young owl next to the driver. Yeah, so uh, they wanted to take this opportunity to encourage the public not to use methamphetamine or uh, you may find yourself illegally purchasing a wild owl for a hundred dollars in the middle of the night from strangers at a local gas station (laughs) i will say that uh, i have never been approached in the middle of the night or during the day for that matter at a gas station of someone trying to sell me an owl i would actually probably think about it you know for a second or two Uh, I've had people want uh, gas money. I've had them try to sell me t-shirts. I've had them just come out and say, hey, I need money. Uh, But I have not had anyone offer to sell me an owl for money. (laughs) So be careful out there. Uh, For all all of you that could be doing meth, And for you people out there just traveling around, stopping at, you know, gas stations in the middle of the night, don't do it. Don't purchase the wild owls. It's probably illegal. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So you didn't didn't really think that it was over, did you? I mean, I know that we found out that our man... Alec Baldwin settled the wrongful death lawsuit uh, filed against them by the Hutchins family for an unspecified amount. And the settlement also outlined that the film will continue filming with the widower, Matthew Hutchinson, serving as an executive producer. So uh, they settled that case. We know that the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office has since completed the criminal investigation and local prosecutors are now debating whether or not to file charges against Alec 
Well, now uh, he is accusing multiple Rust crew members of negligence for giving him a loaded gun on set. Uh, Mr. Baldwin has filed a lawsuit against several people involved with the film after cinematographer Helena Hutchins was fatally shot on the set last year. The 64-year-old actor, who was also named in the lawsuit for his alleged role in the shooting, filed a cross-complaint accusing multiple crew members of negligence for handing him the loaded gun that killed Hutchins and wounded director Joel Souza. So the suit specifically names the film's armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who is in charge of handling guns and ammunition on set, as well as assistant director David Halls, who handed the weapon to Baldwin that day and called it a cold gun, meaning it was safe to use. Sarah Zachary, the crew member in charge of props, is also listed as a defendant along with Seth Kenny, the film's set's primary supplier of guns and ammunition. So the tragedy, uh, you know, obviously happened because live bullets were delivered to the set and loaded into the gun. And, it, you know, it all along, it wasn't Alex's fault. At least it was in my eyes. It really wasn't his fault. The problem was, is that he just denied pulling the trigger. And you're like, wait, of course you pulled the trigger. That was part of the deal. But he insists that he never pulled the trigger, and now he's claiming that it was the negligence of the aforementioned crew members on set that ultimately led to Hutchins' death. So, okay. I mean, I, I know that his attorneys have all said that more than anyone else on that set, Mr. Baldwin has been wrongfully viewed as the perpetrator of this tragedy. Uh-huh. By these cross-claims... Alec Baldwin seeks to clear his name and hold cross defendants accountable for their misconduct. The suit also claims that Mr. Baldwin has suffered immense grief as well as an emotional, physical, and financial toll as a result of the tragedy. So, still going. It's still going. We'll see if they ever do get back to filming this stupid movie. Uh, maybe they will. I mean, maybe they won't. Maybe it'll be something else. We've got a lot of money involved. And to be honest, I never really blamed Alec Baldwin. But he's such a douche. And he didn't, he never, I didn't ever pull the trigger. I couldn't ever pull the trigger. It just went off. It was, a, it was a miraculous firing of a weapon. I never pulled the trigger. Okay, well, yeah, you did. And it fired. I know it's not your fault. I, absolutely, I never thought it was your fault. There was this, this huge mistake, and we need to find out what happened on the set. No question. But to think that it was his fault. Oh, you don't point a gun to someone on set. You know how many thousands we've talked about it before when it first happened i mean the thousands of hours if not hundreds of thousands of hours of film uh that have been that's been shot of people aiming a gun at other people on the set and aiming a gun directly at the camera that would someone holding the camera maybe not i don't know i just know i see guns pointed all the time that's what we love about the movies and if he he just didn't own up to it which makes it him even more uh, 
uh, of an agonizing individual. And I've said before, I, I, I like a lot of his work, but as a regular human being, I am not a big fan of him. And that's the reason, since this happened, that whenever I say, Alec, you hear that. And when I say his full name, you know, Alec Baldwin, you hear that. (laughs) The whole thing is just sad, and I I wish it never would have happened, but it did. And had he just, had this, had he come right out and just apologized, and he pulled the trigger, and then the rest of this would have just been an ongoing thing from the very beginning how did it happen the negligence of how it happened on set and make it you know through the thing it's just the whole thing is just agonizing anyway still ongoing so dolly parton uh, just uh, you know inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame uh, also just received 100 million dollars from jeff bezos and uh, Lauren Sanchez, she's part of the deal now too. Uh, she got a hundred million dollars in the new Bezos Courage and Civility Award winner. <laughs> uh, my name is Jeff Fisher, and I would like to put my hat in the ring for the Bezos Courage and Civility Award. <laughs> he just gave Dolly a hundred million dollars and good for her i mean dolly does great things and wonderful things with her dollywood foundation a hundred million dollars is a lot of money and uh, good good for jeff for doing this now he has claimed now remember he didn't be a part of the giving pledge that the ex-wife is a part of and there's a few other billionaires that are all part of the giving pledge aren't you going to give it all away so you don't have anything left when you die and he never did that but he has now said that he's going to give away the majority of his billions uh during his lifetime now he did an interview with uh, cnn business this weekend uh cnn international or whatever chloe melas did the interview at his washington dc home and of course uh you know what's her face was sitting next to him as well <laughs> Lauren Sanchez, I know her name. Stop it. That's the helicopter pilot. So anyway, uh, the interview, it's a fascinating interview to hear Jeff talk a little bit about uh, how he's giving his money away. Talk to me about choosing Dolly Parton. Well, uh, look at what she's done and and how she's led her life. And the way she's done it, these bold things, always with civility and kindness. She's a unifier. You know, we have big problems in the world. And the way big problems done is you have to work together. We have too many examples in the world of conflict and people using ad hominem attacks on social media and so on and so on. You won't find Dolly Parton doing that. And when you think of Dolly, everyone smiles, right? And all she wants to do is bring light into other people's world. That's all. And so we couldn't have thought of someone better than to give this award to Dolly. The nation is very divided right now on many issues. Do you think that the American dream is something that really is still attainable right now? Well, I, well we do, I'm, a, Chloe. I'm an optimist. I think the American dream is uh, is and will be even more attainable in the future. Look, one of the things that that I, that I don't like about the current environment is that I think there is a lot of division. I think that yeah, people that's what use conflict as a Jeff. tool to achieve their own ends. I don't think it's a good tool. We see sometimes in our political sphere 
certain politicians criticize other politicians. They criticize their motives, yeah, their character. You know, people they call you them give names. To, that kind Once of you've done that, it's hard to work with somebody. Isn't uh, and these isn't problems we have are big. We need to be able to work together. And that's why we created the Courage and Civility Award, because we want to highlight people who don't do that. And we wanted to amplify their voices, you know, because we, the voices that are really yeah, negative, negative seem to get amplified in this world. Yes, and so they do. I think that's why well, Jack conflict, kind of, yes. Con conflict travels. Conflict travels quick. You know, it's always easy to, you know, conflict's interesting. People do focus on conflict. So I want to bring a little bit of light, a little bit of amplification to these people who use unity instead of conflict. You know, when you go and you look at your network. I would network, like to say for just a second, just a second, that no one, no one brings more unity to the world than chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. That's just, I'm just going out there on a limb, Jeff, when you're thinking about your courage and civility award okay back to chloe too much money to even spend in a lifetime yeah you got way too much money do you plan way to give away the majority of your wealth in your lifetime yeah i do, I do. and, it, and it, the hard part is figuring out how to do it in a levered way it's not easy yeah. um you it's know building amazon was not easy um it took a lot of hard work a bunch of very smart teammates right and i'm finding and i think lauren's finding the same thing that philanthropy is, is very similar it's not easy uh it's really hard and there are a bunch of ways that you i think that you could do ineffective things too so we're building the capacity to be able to give away this money oh that is so special thank you and i want to help you with that building of that capacity uh mr bezos jeff uh lauren uh, and I'd like to, you know, go out on a limb and say again, just a quick reminder that uh, no one uh, brings people together, you know, more than chewing the fat when you're looking at a way to, you know, I don't know, dispose of a hundred or so million dollars. I know that you've given CNN's Van Jones a hundred million. I know you've given celebrity chef Jose Andres, a hundred million to donate to the charity of their choice. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, he called the uh, Courage and Civility Award in uh, Texas on Tuesday following the successful space launch. You know, he had another space launch. So they were both there. Yeah, you show up. When the guy says, hey, you know, I'm thinking about giving you a hundred million dollars, you show up. They were both there. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, Van Jones has got his uh, Dream Corps, uh, which is the criminal justice reform. And uh, Andres has got his uh, World Central Kitchen, devoted to providing meals in the wake of natural disasters. So, I mean, they're both, you know, at least, at least the chef is doing good things. I'll go out on a limb and just, you know, say, okay, so is Van Jones with his foundation. And so is the Chewing the Fat Foundation. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I, you know what? You don't even have to give me the full amount, Jeff. You don't have to, you don't even, I, I hate to be greedy. I don't need a hundred million. Okay. Just, uh, the next time that you're thinking, you know, what are we going to do? It's a, it's a levered way. We're trying to figure out a way to, you know, give away money. It's hard. It's hard work to give away money. You know, what we should do is give Jeff Fisher chewing the fat who does great work in bringing people together, uh, $50 million. And uh, wherever you want me to be, Jeff, I'll be there for you, okay? All right, let's go to the break room. <laughs> There's not a chance of that happening. That's a shame. Let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Desperately. 
So I reminded you on uh, Friday that uh, Friday's episode was uh, episode 999. So that makes this episode 1,000 of Chewing the Fat. Yay! 1,000 episodes of Chewing the Fat. Uh, I am not going to, I don't know if it's going to, we're going to have a bash as big as uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's 48th birthday. Uh, he had a big bash. Uh, you know, LeBron showed up, Bradley Cooper, Jagger was there. Mick Jagger showed up. Toby Maguire, Adrian Brody, Jamie Foxx, Rami Malik, Casey Affleck, Wesley Snipes. I mean, Nikki Hilton. They were all there for the A-lister party. He had it was some private mansion Hollywood party <laughs> that only Leo can pull off. So maybe, you know, the thousandth episode, uh, I should have planned better and uh, had a better party. Uh, I don't know. I don't know this for a fact, but uh, I heard a rumor that uh, Leo had uh, the new Wendy's peppermint frosty at his parties. I don't know that he did or not. I just that's the rumor I heard. I know that Wendy's is releasing a new limited edition peppermint frosty to celebrate the holidays. And what I heard, and again, it's just you know, it's a rumor that they were available to all the guests at his 48th birthday party. Yeah, the Wendy's peppermint frosty flavor. So. <laughs> Man, what a party Leo could throw, huh? Uh, that's the party that I would have for chewing the fat is the Wendy's peppermint frosty. Man, I, if I have a party for chewing the fat, we're going to have a Wendy's frosty machine as part of the party. I want chocolate, vanilla, and peppermint, and uh, we can just have a frosty party for the chewing the fat thousandth episode party, but you know, it's not going to happen. So thanks for celebrating. In fact, go out and get yourself a limited edition Wendy's peppermint frosty. And while you're eating it, think of chewing the fat and uh, just put a smile on your face. Think of chewing the fat. That's a way to celebrate. Okay. All right. Good. (laughs) For you, those of you that have YouTube TV, which I still do, but, uh, I don't know for how much longer. Apparently we're getting a new update. They're actually putting a clock on the screen now. Uh, I didn't know I needed a clock on my YouTube screen, but I guess so. The clock is coming to YouTube TV. Yay. Apparently people start streaming stuff on YouTube TV and they lose track of time. So they need a clock on their TV. Now I love clocks. I, I, you, I can't have enough clocks. I do. I love, I love watches. I love clocks. I love time. You can get the time on, on your computers, in your car, on your coffee makers, whatever little machine you have. If it has a clock, I love it. I'm a fan. But I didn't really realize that I needed a clock on my YouTube TV screen. Now, man, I guess I was wrong because they're putting one on there for me. Thank you. Congratulations to Black Panther What. Kanda forever uh, hauls in 180 million dollars at the domestic box office, the best November opening weekend ever. Uh, it's the biggest uh, in November. Black Panther sequel earned 180 million this weekend in the North American box office. Good for the second best opening of the year, uh, which is a relief to the old Disney shares who took a tumble last week. But hey, don't worry about it. Uh, you got uh, you got Avatar coming out uh, in December. And uh, Disney already said that they're planning on reducing headcount and they're going to freeze hiring uh, after, you know, they took a little little tumble in the old stock market. So these movies are just a bonus. 
Uh, we're bringing in big bucks. But you people that were thinking you were going to get hired at Disney, yeah, that's not going to happen. And, oh, by the way, uh, don't think about getting a promotion or anything because uh, we may fire you at any moment. <laughs> so good times. Good times over there at Disney. I mean, it's good times everywhere, right? I mean, uh, Meta is laying off, I don't know, 10, 11,000 people. Amazon is laying off 10 or 11,000 people. But, uh, hey, it's good times of the country, and we're happy to keep going in the direction we're going, right? Right? Right. You know, like if you invested in FTX, yeah, they filed for bankruptcy on Friday. And uh, they also figure that uh, uh, there was about $400 million that was hacked uh, from their crypto accounts. So the money is completely gone. Uh, I know the theft is unconfirmed, but uh, they're saying that 400 and I'm sorry, I said 400 million. I apologize. 473 million dollars in crypto assets were apparently stolen. So hey, don't worry about it. Look, that's money that we were we found out that uh, that's money was given back to the Democratic Party uh, for running the last election from FTX. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, huh? That's weird because we gave a bunch of money to Ukraine. Yeah, well, Ukraine. Then a lot of the money that we gave to Ukraine, then they invested it into FTX. FTX then took that money and went ahead and donated to a bunch of Democratic candidates. So it was a big circle of money laundering. Huh? That's so strange that nobody saw that coming, that we just keep giving hundreds of millions of dollars to Ukraine that went to FTX and then came back to the United States in form of donations to the Democratic uh, Party. Huh. So, well, those weren't Democratic parties, Jeff. Those were people, candidates running for office. Yeah, I know. I know. And so now, uh, I don't know how much is going to be... Um, it's gone. I mean, FTX is history. And, I mean, they have sponsorships all around the U.S., if not the world, that's going to now go away because the money is gone. <laughs> history. Have a nice day. So now the collapse is also not only linked to Ukraine, but also the Democratic politicians. And Sam Blinkman... Freed is his name, or Fried, Sam Blinkman, uh, F-R-I-E-D. Uh, he just, yeah, he's fine. Don't worry about it. He filed for bankruptcy, and the money's all gone. So, sorry about it. Oh, uh, okay, sure, no problem. I saw one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite posts this weekend was the commercial with Tom Brady and the wife at the time uh, for... <laughs> for uh ftx it is awesome and it's a really great commercial but it makes one think huh so giselle and tom do a commercial for ftx are the, is it a paid commercial probably uh did they invest some money in ftx probably so it was more of just a commercial they probably lost uh you know i don't know 10 or 20 million big deal peanuts to them i mean nobody likes to lose 10 or 20 million but i'm sure that they'll be fine but the commercial is giselle and tom in the house and then they begin calling their friends because they want to be involved in the ftx cryptocurrency world 
Can I talk to you about something? Oh, sure. Yeah, we talked about it. I got another 10 years left. Maybe 15. Not bad. This is big. Oh. So kind of funny little joke there about the uh, retiring. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, we did talk about that. I got another 10 left. Maybe 15. Oh, not that. Which really wasn't that funny. Was it, Giselle? She keeps looking. Are you in? You know what? I'm in. She's looking at the FTX app. Hang on a minute. Okay, so the phone, Tom calls all these people and it comes up on the other people's phone. This phone says worst person ever. Call this number. Okay, I'm in. Whatever. Ah. That was my mom. Hey, don't, I don't need that. Yo, what's up? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, the dog, the dog walker comes up Giselle. And then Tom calls another one. I'm good, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Arthur, I quit. I'm in. Tom calls a plumber. T-Bone. Hello, Tom. Doggy coin? Sue, Mark. Are you in? I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. All right, this last one might be tough. Nah, he loves you. Probably just getting up a dentist. This guy. Traitor. First, even if you wanted to come back, we wouldn't take you. Yes, you would. Yeah, yeah we would. You're right, we would. What's up? I'm getting into crypto ah. with FTX. You in? We'll provide Inc. 360-degree access to the crypto markets with the ability to trade everything from alts to DeFi. Believe I'm in, but still hate you. Understood. Take care. Best of the family. So, uh, there's a minute and a half commercial with Giselle and Tom for FTX. Are you in? Uh, just know that they filed for bankruptcy and another 473 million gone. The money is poof, 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 gone. And the money that was given to Ukraine for them to fight a war against Russia that we're supposed to all be for, they took a lot of that money and invested it in FTX, which then in turn invested it back into the Democratic Party here in the United States, and the money is now gone. Huh. Like I said, it just makes you go, huh. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Alrighty, so who died today? Who died today? Right after we were done recording Chewing the Fat on Friday, the news broke that Gallagher died. Very sad. I mean, I, I was trying to remember. I met him once, but I never went to the actual show. I never got smashed with watermelons in the front row or even sat in the theater while it was being done live. Very sad. So, I mean, he done, he did like a million HBO specials or Showtime specials and, you know, did 
comedy tours around the country and around the world, but I never saw the actual smashing of watermelons live. Very disappointing that I can't tell you I did. Uh, he passed away of cancer and he was 76 years of age. So Leo Anthony Gallagher dead at the age of 76. Very sad. Uh, he was, and it was awesome. A fun thing to watch. Uh, as you sat in the front rows, covered yourself with plastic when he started smashing things on you. And the point was, you know, you wanted to be covered in plastic, but you really didn't. You know, you wanted a little bit of watermelon on you before you left. <laughs> the old sledge-o-matic. Anyway, very sad. Gallagher uh, passed away. I know that there was a story about his brother was impersonating him, and they had a big fight. I hope that they made up. Uh, in the end, but uh, rest in peace, Gallagher, dead at the age of 76. And another comedy, you know, legend of sorts, passed away over the weekend. Bud Friedman, founder of the Improv Comedy Club, uh, died at the age of 90 years old. I mean, he was, uh, I mean, his, his improv, uh, you know, kickstarted careers for some of the greatest comedians in the, in the world. Uh, so the giant, uh, Bud Friedman dead at the age of 90. We also lost another who died today. This is a trifecta. The who died today segment, uh, Keith Levin, the guitar player for the clash, very sad, passed away at the age of 65 years of age. Uh, very sad. I guess he'd been living with liver cancer for the past couple of years and was still working and still doing as much as he could. And he just, you know, obviously couldn't ride it out. So, uh, I mean, the guy was a legend as far as alternative music. Um, you know, I, his guitar, according to uh, his friend, uh, uh, his friend gave him, paid him tribute, saying uh, that he sought to create a new paradigm in music. And with willing collaborators, John Lydon and Ja Wobble succeeded in doing just that. His guitar work over the nine minutes of theme, the first track on the first PIL album, defined what alternative music should be. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And uh, they were awesome. Uh, that whole that whole group was awesome. So, uh, Public Image Limited and The Clash. I mean, he... Awesome stuff. Anyway, um, Keith Levin, dead at the age of 65. Oh, and uh, happy birthday to His Royal Highness, King Charles III. Uh, happy birthday to uh, the king, his first birthday as king. Uh, his Majesty, I said His Royal Highness, I'm just sorry. It's His Majesty, King Charles III. <laughs> and I just posted a new photo of him, uh, you know, for his birthday. He's leaning up against this tree because he's part of, uh, he's a ranger for the Windsor Great Park. I'm sure. I'm sure he's out there rangering. And uh, so he's 74. Happy birthday. The photo shows him leaning against this ancient oak tree in the Windsor Great Park. And, uh, you know, the sun is in the background. And it's a good shot. But he's got this, uh, you know, really tall cane that's his walking stick and he's in his khakis and his you know his jacket and his tie just well he's the king 
I know it was a little bougie, but uh, he's the king. So good for him. Happy birthday to His Majesty, His Royal Highness, whatever he wants to be called, King Charles III. Did you see? I see where the guy that uh, they busted for throwing eggs at him and Camilla. <laughs> the activist was throwing eggs at him. <laughs> so uh, he's been uh, he's been banned now from carrying eggs in public within 500 meters of the monarch. So if he comes within 500 meters of the king, you're going. You're going to jail. All right. Sorry about that. He pelted at least four eggs at the king and Camilla. <laughs> During one of their public walkabouts. So, okay. Don't be throwing eggs at the king, bro. Okay. Don't do it. It's funny. And uh, I kind of I like it a little bit uh, just for some kind of stupid protest. But you can't be throwing eggs on the, on the king, man. Just, you can't do it. I haven't even gotten into the hairy new book. I mean, his memoir. We've got uh, William and Kate coming to the U.S. soon. Uh, we've got uh, Andrew and Sarah Ferguson thinking they're going to get kicked out of the mansion because Charles doesn't want them around. I mean, I've not talked a lot about the royals, so they've been trying to keep a little bit of a low profile. But Harry's deal uh, with this new book uh, is going to be uh agonizing i mean they are they're nervous about it and he's you know i know i don't know if he's how much he's changing of the book if anything at all but i mean when we get to the when it gets released the book is titled prince harry spare (laughs) Uh, so i don't know if he wants to calm it down they claim they're still going to release it you know megan wants him to release it because she wants to continue burning down the house but uh and she's done a really good job of that for sure and now we're seeing where harry and megan are uh you know losing their uh red carpet hobnobbing affair in hollywood they're a little bummed so they're more of a reality star stars now instead of A-listers. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I still call them that uh, Harry and Meghan will be divorced. Um, the new kid put a strain on it. I'm going to have to go back and look at how what I predicted. But just off the top of my head right now, I would say by the end of next year, they'll be divorced. Uh, by the end of 2023... Harry and Meghan, if not divorced, they'll be separated, but they will not be together. No way. Harry will be back in England behind the walls of Windsor, and uh, Meghan will be wandering around Hollywood just talking to herself. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. So the record-breaking sixth mission of the U.S. military's X-37B space plane is finally over. The robotic X-37B touched down at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida a couple days ago 
and uh, the winged uh, vehicle had spent 908 days in orbit. Uh, more than four months longer than any previous X-37B flight. Uh, this also carried a service module on the newly completed mission. It looks like the uh, the space shuttle. It's just smaller. Uh, it's like 29 feet long. Uh, space shuttle was, you know, obviously a lot larger than that, like 122 feet or 130 feet, something like that. Uh, it looks like the space shuttle only a lot smaller, and it's just a, you know, a drone flying around. The uh, robotic X-37B space plane. I'm sorry, it's not a drone. It's a space plane. Uh, so anyway, that record-breaking flight is over. And we also know now that uh, they say that Artemis is good to go. Uh, Artemis endured uh, some minor damage from Nicole. We talked a little bit about that last week, how they left it out on the pad. It withstood some winds, apparently had some minor damage. So we'll see if it's good to go this coming Wednesday. Uh, November 16th, 2022. For those of you listening live, today is the 14th of November, 2022. It's supposed to, uh, it has a window to launch Wednesday morning at 1.04 a.m. So we'll see. Uh, It might be cloudy that day, so they might have to pull the plug. I don't know. They've had to pull the plug multiple times now. So we shall see if this will be the one that finally gets this trip the Artemis to launch I mean good luck God bless oh and uh, I see where they've got uh, the television show on the History Channel the Bermuda Triangle into Cursed Waters which is going to a premiere I don't know sometime this month November and uh, they found some of the Challenger just outside of the Triangle and so that's, I guess it's one of the biggest pieces that has been found from the wreckage uh, from the 1986 Space Shuttle Challenger. So uh, it's one of the biggest pieces of the spacecraft, yeah, ever found. So they, you know, they got a hold of NASA. So if you happen to catch the show or you hear some news about it, it uh, they found it at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean off Florida. It's been 30 years. Wow. And uh, this documentary crew was looking for the wreckage of a World War II aircraft. And they found this artifact. And they said, hey, what's that over there? And they, oh, that looks like a, is that part of the Challenger? Well, it sure is. And so we'll be able to see that on the Bermuda Triangle into Cursed Waters on the History Channel. Oh, and I found out I got an email this weekend. I am so excited. I believe that I've won the lottery. I know, thanks to an email. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, you didn't win the, I didn't win the Powerball. Uh, you know, I didn't win the big money Powerball. Uh, my wife did win, uh, win some money from, uh, from the Powerball drawings, but not the big money. At least she didn't tell me that. She said there was nothing. Maybe I should double check that. Anyway, uh, the I got an email this weekend from the South Dakota Lottery District office. Hello. <laughs> it has to be real. So this lottery promotion, it's giving me a reference number. It's giving me a batch number. And it says, attention, lucky winner. We are happy to announce to you that your email address has won U.S. $1,500,000. 
And then in parentheses, $1,500,000 United States dollars only. You were selected among the 10, parentheses, 10 lucky winners during the internet ballot draw of the Apex Lottery promo. You are advised to contact the claim department immediately with the below information for the release of your prize money. And they give me the Apex Lottery promotion, the the address, the contact person, this Michael Kincaid. He's the international coordinator. Gives me a couple of email addresses. They're advising me. This is the international prize department. He's advising me to contact the international coordinator via his email or simply contact him through WhatsApp for confirmation. And once I establish communication with Michael Kincaid, that's the international coordinator, kindly update me, the person who emailed me, this Rebecca Lawson at the South Dakota Lottery District office, with a reply message so I can keep for the office record keeping. So congratulations once more to me. Uh, yours faithfully, Ms. Rebecca Lawson, online coordinator. So it's got to be real. It was an email sent to chewing the fat at theblaze.com where anyone could send an email to. And I got this to me. So I'm going to get $1,500,000. Pretty sure if I were to reach out and get a hold of Michael and then email Rebecca. And then give them all my information. Then I'm sure. I'm sure I'm going to get that money. Aren't you? No? You're not sure? Man. I want it to be though. I want it to be sure. But I feel like it's not. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't feel like it's not going to happen. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.